Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Hardy Realty Show. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios inside the Manus Business Center, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we are joined today by Michelle Reichard from Hardy Realty. Hello, Michelle. How are good, you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? You need to lean in, Michelle. I told you these microphones need... need I got you. There you go. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you're always a little shy off the top. we got to get you warmed up. I know. Uh, would you mind introducing our guests? Yeah. So we have Amy Cox. She is representing Junior Service League of Rome today. Hello, Amy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. And we have Seth Ingram with the Rome International Film Festival. Hi, hi, Seth. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having us. Seth is a uh, he's been on the show before, so th- he's he's a veteran. Uh, but you're a rookie, Amy. How are you? A little nervous, but <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> as, as I said, it's a cocktail party without the cocktails. We're just <laughs> we're just trying to let people share their stories. So let's start with you at Junior Service League. Uh, we've had some representatives from Junior Service League on our shows in the past, so we know a little bit about it. But specifically, I know that you wanted to talk about the Follies. Yes. So talk away. Tell us about it. Um, okay. So um, my name's Amy, and I've been a member of Junior Service League for, I think, about 10 years now. And um, Junior Service League started in 1934, and our Folly show um, started in 1940. So this is a longstanding tradition in our community, and um, we typically do our Folly show every other year. Um, this will be our 40th Follies. Um, there are some breaks during um, different for COVID, for instance, we delayed our Follies a year. So it's actually been three years instead of two that we're doing our Follies this year. And we're doing a Broadway theme. So it's going to be a lot of different vignettes of Broadway shows. It'll be really fun. I was going to say, so you got three years of creativity. You know, it's kind of been held back, right? Yes. Well, we, we hire our creativity. <laughs> we have a wonderful guy, Chris, that comes and he only does Folly shows. That's kind of his gig as he travels around and does different shows. So he comes to us with the show. But what he does do is he caters the show to our community. So we'll have some businesses that have commercials and different skits that highlight the businesses um, in this town. So he's really creative on the spot to kind of work with who we've got. Okay. So that for people that don't understand Folly, it's a it's a show yes. and it's sketch comedy. Yes. And so like give us some examples of uh, – I like, I know Thomas Kislett from the chamber one time was in a hula skirt and coconut bra or something. Oh yes. <laughs> right. uh, yes. We've had that. We've had circus performers. We've had, and we have some very good real talent. And then we have some <laughs> others. I would go into the others category. Uh, when I start, first started participating in Follies, I was like, I will do the bare minimum that I am required to do as a junior service league member. And now I feel like I try to be in as much as possible, and I have zero talent. So anyone can do it. Um, uh, it's mainly our members that participate, but we get a lot of folks from Rome Little Theater that join us and also just um, people involved in the community that want to do something a little bit outside of the box. Well, and at the end, at the end of the day, it's primarily a fundraiser, correct? Yes, it is a fundraiser. Um, we do um, our poinsettia fundraiser, which is wrapping up actually the last day to order poinsettias is this Friday, if you're interested. Um, and that mainly funds our League for Learning program. We purchase school supplies for every school in the county and city. Um, and that usually serves over 2,500 students with school supplies each year. And that's funded through that. Um, our spring fundraiser, which would either be Follies or Garden Tour, that funds um, 
our community partner projects. So, like, for instance, this year, our community partners are Brighter Birthdays, the Chieftains Museum, Global Girls Incorporated, Good Neighbors Ministries, Harbor House, Hospitality House, Restoration Rome, Ruth and Naomi Shelter, YMCA, Open Door Home, Cancer Navigators, Rome Children's Academy, and the Exchange Club. So um, we we provide financial assistance. uh, We provide volunteers. um, And that's all done through our community partnership program. Wow. That's, Mm -hmm. that's impressive. So, uh, so, but, uh, so just kind of, you you had mentioned the follies usually only happens every other year, Correct. but it's, it's, you took a gap year because of COVID. And so this will be the, okay. So it's, it's time for the, and when will they, when will the follies happen? It is going to be on February 3rd and 4th. So it's a two night program. Um, and it's the same show each night. And so you could buy, um, a general ticket and come either night you want to come, or you can buy a patron's ticket and we have a pre-party before at the DeSoto. And you'll have to choose whether you want to come on Friday or Saturday. And then also this year, we're offering a virtual option. So you can buy a virtual ticket, and you'll get a link to watch the show live from home if that's something that you would like to do. So you can people out of town can participate and enjoy. Isn't that amazing how we've just – everybody's gotten used to virtual now. And we've we, adapted. And we, 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 not only have we adapted, we added. It's now yeah. an asset. Yes. Um, because, like you said, somebody could have a relative in California that wants to watch it or something. So, great. Um, Seth, you've got a uh, – you got a film festival breathing down your neck here, buddy? Yeah, it starts <laughs> next Thursday. We kick off. Um, looking forward to it. It's our 18th annual Rome International Film Festival. So thankful to have Hardy as a sponsor again this year. Um, uh-huh. It's going to be a great one. We've got uh, some great special guests coming in, and we're still announcing some. We're going to have uh, Billy Bob Thornton with us and Mario Van Peebles. Uh, we're going to do the 25th anniversary screening of Sling Blade as part of the festival and uh, do a Q&A with Billy afterward. And then uh, – Mario Van Peoples, and we're going to show the film that he made about his father called Badass. That's about Melvin Van Peoples. So I don't know. Is that, do you have a bleep button? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're okay. This is, this is, yeah. podcasting is the Wild West, man. <laughs> yeah, we kick off on Thursday with our opening night. We have a student film academy at the city auditorium where we have four uh, film industry speakers that come in, and we bus in kids from the uh, city and county schools that come in and do presentations with them. And then we have our opening night film is going to be One Pine at a Time at the DeSoto Theater at 7 p.m. on Thursday the 11th. And, uh, so we are excited about that. We have Nappy Roots with us that night, the the, the band. All right. I've got a bunch of questions. Seth knows I, I, I like movies. So <laughs> how does a film festival, as prestigious as this one is, get a get – you know, we've had Burt Reynolds come to town before. Judge Reinhold has – how do you get Billy Bob Thornton? How, how does that happen? Oh, the film industry is really a, a tight-knit group once you get into it. So if you don't know somebody, you know somebody that knows somebody. and. I, I just happened to find out that Billy Bob was uh, on a film that's filming in Georgia during this time, and I knew one of the producers on it, so we got a word in. And uh, Michael Dunaway, who, who joined our team, uh, is a good friend of one of the producers, and uh, so we just made a call, and it worked out. And if, if he's, you know, we're working around Billy's film schedule, but we got him pinned down for Sunday. We're hoping to have him for some events on Saturday as well. All right. So when when Q and A happens with Billy, can we ask him questions about Angelina Jolie, his ex wife? We would prefer you not to do that. <laughs> Okay, well, I won't. (laughs) I'm sure there will be some. We get some interesting questions. It's always a danger throwing questions out to the audience. Sure, yeah. And celebrities know what their history is, and they may get an obscure question. But, I mean, he's such a a unique actor. Um, I mean, just his his body of work, Sling Sling Blade especially, if that's what we're celebrating. Ladies, have you seen Sling Blade? 
Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember if you have. Well, Michelle, uh, Michelle, this is audio. Nodding your, <laughs> nodding your head does not. <laughs> I didn't want to discredit anything. <laughs> so, no, it, it's. Yeah, so uh, that was one Billy uh, wrote, directed, and starred in. So that's why we, and it was the 25th anniversary. That's why we chose that one. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of films that we could have chose, but we, we, we threw it to him, and that's the one he picked. So. Um, yeah, we're, we're excited to do that. But. Well, since I, I did not look at his IMDb page beforehand, and I know I'm, I'm focusing on him when we we get plenty to talk about yeah. with the festival. But you know, he was the uh, he was the NASA chief in Armageddon. Yes, the Bruce Willis movie, and uh, he he did a movie with. Uh, I did see Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has this TV show Goliath on. Uh, is it Amazon? I think it's on Amazon. Maybe Netflix. I could be wrong with that, but yeah. So he's he's still working a lot. Yeah, uh, and he's a Southern guy. I think he's from Arkansas originally, and so um, interesting to talk to him. So just more about the festival. How can people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and also, we brought in. I don't know if I mentioned this last time I was on, but we brought in Lewis Black, uh, who is one of the co-founders of South by Southwest Film Festival. Is one of our creatives now, so he has a, a huge you know wealth of knowledge and and people connections that he can bring people in. So we're going to build that going forward. Uh, we're going to really start to focus more on Georgia films and try to build a Georgia film community uh, with the festival. That's one of our uh, missions that we're trying to accomplish. Um, that uh, you, If you want to check out the full schedule and all that, you go to riffga.com and check on our film guide, and you can see all the films that are coming in. Uh, we basically start playing films uh, Thursday night, and we don't stop until Sunday night. And, uh, and so, Have you seen them all? I've seen most of them. Yeah, we have we have a whole team of people that screen all the shorts films. Particularly, it takes a lot of work. We in a normal year we get around eleven hundred submissions, uh, and then we program around eighty films. So there's a lot of eyes that have to. You know, it has it's a it's a filtration system, and hopefully it rises to the top. But there's a lot of selection just because you made a great. You can have a great film that doesn't get into the festival. We have to kind of pick and choose which one fits our audience, and uh, it's a it's a delicate process. So, uh, Junior Service League, Amy, tell us a little bit, just a broad overview of the organization. Obviously, you're here to talk about the Follies, but uh, this this organization does a lot of good things, and it touches a lot of things. So, just uh, give us a broad overview, if you can. Well, like I said, we've been around since 1934, so we've been a part of this community for a long time. Um, and it, you see, you end up seeing generations of women um, joining our, our group, and it's I feel like our group has changed in the last probably 20 years to be a more diverse group. Um, we have people from all different walks of life. We have a lot of working women, a lot of women who are business owners. So we're just a very strong group of women. One thing that I enjoy about being a, a part of Junior Service League, not only serving our community, but I meet these wonderful women that I would not get the privilege of meeting otherwise in my day-to-day life. So it's, it's just a nice way to network with other women, um, to support our community. And our mission is mainly to focus on, um, organizations and support organizations that help women and children in need here. So that's our, our main focus. Yeah. That's my experience from the people that I've met. It's all, it's, it's intelligent, passionate women, uh, working together to support each other in organizations in town. So Michelle, as, as our Hardy representative on the Hardy Realty show, uh, Tell us about why why these guests were invited this week. We know Hardy, you guys want to celebrate what goes on in our community. We don't use the platform here to talk about home sales. Um, but That's just because right. Hardy, Hardy is so plugged into things like this as well, right? That's right. So we, we try to keep a good pulse on what's going on and how we can help. Um, and so just with the film festival coming up, we reached out and just said, hey, we got some space on a billboard. You're welcome to hop on. And we got a podcast that you're welcome to get on and share 
So we just try to be a good platform. Um, the same with league knew the, knew the follies was coming up. It's um, it's a fun event that the community really gets behind, and I think a lot of people missed it last year. Mm-hmm. So just really wanted to um, highlight that it's coming back and it's coming back strong. Um, so just and anyone if if you're an organization that um, could use some airtime or some um, just support Hardy. That's just what we try to do. So if you don't hear from us, reach out to us. <laughs> now, have you ever participated in the Follies? I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's a family affair for both Michelle and I. Yeah, our, kids. Our kids participate, husbands. Her husband. I'm working on Dustin. <laughs> so, like, what skit have you been in? What What? What did you have to do? Well, so <laughs> I did have it. have to do? That's not like, it's a, like you were dragged into something. But what fun did you have? Yeah, so I did it as a kid. Um, there was an Oliver skit I remember vividly being in. And then um, in League Myself, so there's a um, – we have our first year members are called provisionals. Um, so there's a super fun skit um, for provisional members only. They get together and kind of celebrate their first year. Um, the, the last year it was um, a circus theme. So lots of circus dancing. Um, and then we dance with the kids on one. Like the kids do their own skits and they hop in with adults. It's just a great, um, I was one, I was like, I don't, I'm good with just the one that my class is doing, but I ended up doing a lot more. Um, back in the night, I'm digressing, but that's part of conversation. Back in the 1970s, I'm dating myself. I was in elementary school at West End, and they used to, they used to do the Chieftain Acts. Do you, y'all probably don't remember that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was a sketch comedy thing. And I did as a... Eight-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, I did an Elvis Presley lip sync. Uh, two? <laughs> Hound dog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, I rocked the house. I don't want to brag, but I rocked the house. I mean, so you're signing up for Follies is what I hear you <laughs> No, say. that's not what I'm okay. saying. But I, signing I, you up. <laughs> I, I, I do remember, this is what's really funny, they, my mother you know, sewed an outfit for me, and it was a jumpsuit type thing, And um, but I had blonde hair, like white blonde hair in a you know, bang bowl haircut. And I did not want anybody to dye my hair black, touch my hair. So I did Elvis as a blonde. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even, didn't even wear a wig. Well, I had a purple wig for the Follies. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's, so what, like, what other, like, can you just focus on, when I think sketch comedy, I think Saturday Night Live, you know, I guess everybody does. So is it, is it kind of in that vein, different sketches, to, touching on different things, but you say it's local businesses kind of get incorporated or uh, might it maybe a political joke or a joke about this or that. So is that what it's all about? Just yes, the fun. And we've had in the different follies that I participated in, we've had some that are, tend to be more like a play and have a storyline throughout and others that are more like vignettes. So last Three years ago, we did a musical one. So it was a lot of different clips from different musicals. And so the Broadway one will be similar to that, that it will just be different pieces from different Broadway shows. There's always comedy. Um, there's always good music. Um, some in- interesting music for us that don't sing all the time, but um, we do our best. That's why you should lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, there's always really fun costumes. Um, usually we try to rope in um our husbands to do all the silly things. My husband was a lobster in a little mermaid skip getting cooked in a pot one time. I, I was in a turkey costume as Miss November one yeah. follies. Um, we, it's just really fun. It, it's, 
it's stuff that you wouldn't do normally and you wouldn't see normally. Um, it's just a really good time. Well, um, Michelle, you know, I know we don't talk home sales on this, but literally being in the real estate business, when you're buying and selling homes and maybe people are moving here from different places, quality of life is a big thing and the culture and the events. And I mean, these are two great ones. So could you just talk to that about the quality of life here and how these great events help in that regard? Yeah, I was actually, I mean, I was talking to a client yesterday, moving in from out of town, younger coming for the medical college and um, just little hesitation coming to Rome from a bigger city. And I think the, common connection is it's such a great place to be between the trails and the nature that we have to all of these organizations that really um, invest and make it special for um, all ages with kids, without kids, post kids. um, And now being able to reach out, even live streaming these events, um, connecting to families that aren't even here or have left so there's going to be some league members that don't live here anymore, but they're going to um, zoom in and watch um, the Follies. So I, I love, and people know I'm from Rome. I, my friends in college always give me a hard time about being diehard Rome, but it's so true. We just have such a great environment, and people really do. Um, it's not even buy into it. You don't have to buy into it. They just know that it's true and it's real, and people usually get in and um, – get involved yeah there's just there's a richness and a texture to life here because of the you know small town but yet great events like this that just add to and tell us how riff has grown over the years seth well when it first started it was i think it was looked at as a um uh, i guess from the chamber was like an economic development tool to lure some other companies into town to show that we had an international component instead of the film the festival was originally in dahlonega and it was moved to Rome uh, 18 years ago. So this is actually our 19th festival, but it's our 18th in Rome. Uh, but when it, I wasn't involved with it when it first started, but uh, uh, it's just grown. And when I, I took over in 2015, um, it was my first year running it. And I just, I've always valued it and saw in Rome's a great place to ha- have a film festival. Everything's walkable. It's right downtown. We have a great, uh, it's a great place to do this and highlight our city. Uh, And it puts us on a bigger stage, especially when we bring in some of these uh, news media that covers the celebrities and that sort of thing. So it's good to get some good press sometimes and not always see Rome on the news for some of the things that it's on the news for sometimes. So, so uh, how does, how does, look, take me through it. How does a film festival work? You got all these films playing all over the place. How does it work? If I want to go see something. But I've got all these choices. Yeah. So you look at you have to kind of look at your schedule and, and pick. We have two venues going at the the Soto Theater and the Royal Auditorium, and pick the, the events you want to go to. And you can buy a day pass, you can buy a whole pass to the entire festival, a VIP pass, which gets you into the after parties, or you can just buy a pass to see the films, which most of them are ten ten dollars a piece. Some of them are fifteen for the uh, some of the other events. But we always seat pass holders first, and then general admission. Uh, but yeah, you, so it's just you. Go watch movies, and 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 then if you go to the the parties, you get a chance to actually talk to some of the people. A lot of the producers and directors and things will be in town, so it's a great opportunity to kind of get to know the industry. I, I encourage all of my film students at Georgia Highlands and all the other uh, uh, anybody that's interested in a film career go to festivals. That's the best place to make connections and, and really find out. Because um, people always ask me, how do you break into the film industry? And it's a lot of it is networking and how, who you know. And this is a great opportunity to go meet people and. Talk to people. You have people coming in from all over the place. Now, have you ever been in a film? I have been in a few films, yeah. 
And, and like what? What would I have seen you in? Well, you I don't have... think you would have seen me in any of them. But, uh, <laughs> I've, I was in a. I, I produced a film, a, a documentary, docudrama, and I was the the, the lead principal in it. And that was a uh, called Blind Tiger: The Legend of Beltry Smith. It was a bootlegging film um, um, about a bootlegger from Eastham Hill, Georgia. So I, I played uh, I played the lead in that. And I've been in bit parts on a few independent films, but I prefer to be behind the camera most of the time. Well, yeah, that's uh, obviously that's critical to the producers and directors and the cinematographers because movie making like i said i'm kind of a novice uh, but i like it because my my background is television news and sports so i understand a little bit of the workflow but there's so much that goes into it it's not just the performance it's costumes it's lighting it's everything so oh yes it's it's I describe it as producing a film is you open a business and close it down in a month. So you have to do everything it takes to open a business, get it up and running, then it, then you're closing it down. Uh, so it's, it's a ton of work that goes into it, and a lot of it's a collaborative process, and you're dealing with 60, 80 people um, and all the logistics that goes with all of that. So it's, it's a lot of work. Well, yeah, that, that kind of brings me to the follies. So you work all this time for the, the one event, the two-night event, and then what? <sighs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And a Follies year is hard because our, our members have worked so hard on our point set of sale and then we jump right into Follies and that we really for three weeks we only rehearse for three weeks. So our our director Chris Wait, wait, comes wait. In. You rehearse? Oh yeah, we do rehearse. We do rehearse. Just, I'm just teasing them. Of course you rehearse. It may not appear that. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> And then your director comes in. I didn't mean to interrupt you. And He's here for three weeks. So we, we have a kickoff party, and we start auditioning then, and then we just hit the ground running. Wait, and there's auditions? <laughs> loosely. He has you sing happy birthday. So be prepared if you want to come join our show. Just be ready with your happy birthday rendition. Variation, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, and and what can we expect this year? Anything anything different or unique, or is it just kind of tried and true formula, funny comedy, singing, it should be pretty similar, and really, we don't know exactly what will be in the show until he arrives. Right. So it's kind of a surprise for all of us. We have a set crew that um, is working on building a few of our props and sets right now, but I haven't even heard. You know, it kind of stays within them, and then um, he'll kind of announce what numbers will be in our show. So are, are Michelle and her kids in this year? And are you and your kids in this year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Seth, have you ever been in the volleys? I have not. This is your year, Seth. It is. <laughs> Everyone's signing up today. <laughs> we need men. All hands in. We do need yeah. men. We have a lot of women that participate, but we always need men participants. If so. I commit to anything else, my wife will probably run away from it. <laughs> but I would love to do it at some point. It's really fun. All right, folks, you heard that. Seth is in at some point. <laughs> and really, we do have the option of um, folks in the community, if they want to participate. We had um, one um, student I think it was last three years ago. Um, she was a high school senior, very busy schedule, but had a beautiful voice. And she came and sang a frozen song for us. So she had very minimal um, commitment, yeah. commitment and just came those two nights and sang her bit and left. So there are ways that if you really do want to do a tiny little piece, um, you can do it with less of a commitment. So. Yeah. so like I could have a limo bring me in, I do my thing, and then I can And you take, just whisk away. Yeah, all right. Uh -huh. uh, and y'all provide the entourage and the limo. and. The, <laughs> Yes. I, I would be in for more of the comedy segment, not the, yes. not the musical segment. Yes. So uh, yeah. Well, maybe the musical would be the comedy. Yeah. <laughs> would be if I was me performing. Um, so uh, uh, tickets, how can people uh, – I guess there's twofold here. How can people 
go attend and how can people get involved if they want to be a performer? Okay. So if you, um, if you would like to buy tickets, they'll go on our website. I believe it's going to be November 11th. So we're closing down our point set of sale on the 5th. Right. So you can still order online on our website then. And then that, once that closes down about a week later, we'll put our tickets up. Um, children's tickets are $10. General admission is 20. Our virtual option is 20. And then um, our patrons' tickets are 50, and that includes preferred seating and a patron's party before the event. Um, And then we also have sponsorship options. Um, Our title sponsor is MSP this year, and they're they're our top sponsor. And then um, there's different tiers below that. You can buy a package that includes tickets and ads and PR before the event, or you can buy kind of what I call off of our a la carte menu where we have um, ads you can buy for our program, um, ads that can be displayed on stage during the performance. Um, so if anyone's interested in that, you can go to our website, to our Follies page, or which is www.jslofrome.com. Um, or you can email me at jslofromefundraising at gmail.com. A very long one. But, um, but yes, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of different ways to get involved. If you'd like to participate, um, again, you can go to our website, and e- uh, there's an email address that you can contact and say, hey, I'd like more information about participating. We'll be posting things on our social media with information on who to contact and uh, when you can just show up. You don't even have to let us know before. You can just show up. Um, at our kickoff to kind of join in the fun. And just what about big, broad, general, if somebody wants to join the Junior Service League? what's yes. do, they, do they have to know somebody, network in, or is it? Um, we it, do uh, a member drive in the spring. Okay. And so those applications will be due. Uh, they'll probably post them, I would believe, probably January or February. They'll be due end of March. And then um, the league year it runs May to May. So we'll kind of bring in our new members in May. You basically have to – have someone in league to kind of vouch for you, sponsor, <laughs> sponsor you, if you will. Um, and But we also encourage, if you're new to the area and just don't know anyone in league, reach out to us. We're a very um, open group of women. We'd love to support you, get to know you, and then sponsor you through um, the process. So um, we're, we're a pretty easy crew, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, y'all just are driven to do stuff. It's like... <laughs> Get out of their way because we're getting we're getting this done. Yeah, I, need, uh, I need those some of those people on my, our team. <laughs> so, um, which what brings me to a segue here. We do have some volunteer opportunities open for the festival. So if anyone wants to volunteer, you can go to our website and the get involved link. And we would love to have some uh, community participation with with volunteers. Okay. Um, any other uh, information we want to get out here as we kind of wrap up? I want to make sure everybody has the time. You know, you, you want to revisit your website, Seth, or how people can support or buy tickets, things like that? Yeah. So um, it's riffga.com. Uh, you can buy your tickets online, or we will be selling them at the door as well. You can buy your passes or your tickets to any in- individual film. Um, and yeah, to get involved, if you want to be a, uh, we're a little late to bring on new sponsors, but if you want to be a sponsor, we, we would still find a way to make that work. So you can uh, come to us that way, but we, uh, we do have the volunteer opportunities and we have all the components of, we educate, we, uh, enlighten, we hope, and then we entertain and we try to bring the community together. And, and I think we're, we're doing a really good job of that with this particular festival there's a lot of opportunities for to bring different communities together and 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 stars showing up billy bob thornton and mario van yeah. peebles and um 
I lost my train of thought. Oh, the volunteers. What like what type of volunteer work are you looking for? Oh, we need we need people to we need to transport some people to and from the airport. We need people to work concessions. We need people to work the doors. Those sorts of things. Uh, ushers during these events. So it's that that type of activity. So um, there's lots of lots of different ways to plug in, and we have a. Um, Michael Pullen, who is organizing our volunteers, can will find you a role. Uh, but yeah, we do have a lot of people. It's a lot of we're. I think we have just with this festival alone, we have almost forty room nights of guests. So it's a a lot of people to bring in and a lot of logistics to work out to. Well, get just. Them- from place to place. Just kind of glad. I mean, we're, I know we're still on the back end of a pandemic here and those are, those are issues, but just kind of glad that we're getting back to normal, yes. um, yeah. you know, and, and getting some of these great events going on again. Uh, any final thoughts? No. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you good? I'm good. Thank y'all for coming. <laughs> any final thoughts? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, great. This has been fantastic. Seth, Amy, Michelle, appreciate your time. You've been listening to the Hardy Realty Show on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.